Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. Hi there, everybody, and welcome back to another riveting episode of Say As It Is with Pete. And today, as we continue October's theme of HR, we're diving deep into that wonderful world of HR or human resources. And trust me, it's not about hiring and firing. We're talking talent, how to attract it, and more importantly, how to keep it. So grab your cuppa, grab your coffee, and let's get started. So first off, starts for 10. Let's talk about the changing landscape of talent acquisition. Gone are the days of posting a job in a local newspaper and waiting for the phone to ring. And I'm old enough to remember those days. Um, and I'm sure, I hope, some other people who listen might remember those days. But I remember you could post a job in a local newspaper, call the number and get an interview. Well, that was those days. Um, and today... It's all about the digital platform, so social media as well. Um, And dare I say, sliding into those DMs, but always in a professional way, of course. Now, on to the juicy bits. How do you attract top talent? Well, according to a recent survey, a whopping 58%, yep, that's 58% of UK employers are upping their compensation game, and 45%, Yes, 45%, they are rolling out the red carpet with employee recognition programs. And when I say compensation, I'm talking about employee benefits, okay? So if you're not doing even, now that's, you know, looking at employee recognition programs or company benefits, you might just be missing out on the creme de la creme of the talent pool. But wait, there's more. Money isn't always um, you know, the things that are the, the the sticking points, or I should say money isn't the only thing that talks, right? So a report from our friends at CIPD says that 30% of employers are finding other ways to woo the woo and retain the talent. Flexibility, growth, opportunities, and a killer company culture are all part of the package. So speaking of a company culture, let's chat about that for a second. A positive and inclusive company culture isn't just a buzzword. It should never be buzzwords. Um, It's a magnet for top talent. Think of it as a secret source that makes your company irresistible and keeps coming back for more. And if you don't believe me, just ask some of the top companies out there. Um, They're living proof. Now, Let's switch gears and talk about retention. So do you know that um, a staggering 83% of um, chief HR officers in the UK say that they face a significant talent retention problem? 83%. So you're looking at head of HR, director of HR, business partners. They're all saying there's an 83% problem in retaining staff. Yikes. 
but fear not. There are ways to keep your star players in the game. So, regular feedback, performance reviews, and a pat on the back every now and again can go a long way. And I'm going to drop it in here. Strengths. Uh, Strength scope is amazing. Please reach out to me because I can tell you more about it. I do it with my current team in my job that I do, and I also offer it as a personal service um, on the side as a consultancy business as I run CreativeMind.Zone. And I'm happy to reach out to you and talk about how you can engage individuals to unlock their hidden strengths as well as your teams. But you've got to think as well, and I did say this before about your culture and your branding, and we'll come to this in a minute, but talk to your existing team. Talk to the ones that have been there for so long. Why are they still there? Talk to the recent employees. Why did they choose you? Yeah, ask what you what they could do or what you want from them to tell you how you could improve your um attention and attraction and things like that okay so that's me rambling a little bit um so let's get back on track so um now let's not forget about our hr heroes so let's not forget about them okay so they're not just there to enforce the dress code and organize the christmas party although i know some hr people don't do that anymore they tend to pass the buck but that's another story um so they play a critical role in shaping the company's policies upskilling and ensuring the talent management is top notch but like all heroes they face challenges too from navigating a diverse workforce to keeping up with the rapid pace of technology change it's not always smooth sailing but hey that's what makes the job exciting, right? We all love a challenge, and I love a challenge. So, let's get going. It's um, that time of the show where I get to answer some questions and do a bit of listening, listeners' corners. So, I have obviously mentioned in my last episode that this podcast was coming, and I've had some people reach out to me, and I'm glad to say that somebody... Um, in Leeds reached out to me called Lucy so hello Lucy thank you for listening and Lucy asks me Pete how do I keep my top talent from jumping ship now Lucy that is a great question and it, it is a challenge right so my advice to you is this listen to them as I've just said you know invest in their growth um, make sure that they are valued and maybe throw a few office perks in too, like a ping pong table. That'd be nice. Um, or even a Costa coffee machine. Hint, hint to anyone that's listening. But also take the time to have a coffee chat with them, recognize them, buy them lunch every now and again, or you know, give them an extra half hour for lunch. Um, but get them engaged because days are gone where I think people are too scared to go out for drinks after work because of all of the issues that can go with it so it, like i spoke to somebody before about um you know drinks outside of work and they say they never do them because it's a hr nightmare because anything can come up from a fight to an argument to disagreement to various other things so people tend to avoid social events after work well i don't think you should i still think um that social events after work should happen as it's still part of team bonding but also it gets you to relax after work um and just see a different side of people 
and people open up more. So yes, socials after work also good. But as I say, invest in their growth. So things like strength scope, wink, wink. Um, you can even get them to invest in apprenticeships, additional training or support, you know. And I'm going to go back to strengths on this one because with strength scope, you can identify somebody's significant seven strengths, their bubbling unders and their drainers. And sometimes just from seeing somebody's strengths, you can actually realize that they're probably not in the right role. And that's not a bad thing because you actually feel that they might fit a better role within your business give them more job satisfaction and that's one of the things that I love about strengths is it's a way for someone to say hello to them but it's also a way for you as an organization to realize that person with their strengths and their bubbling unders um, because some people have got some bubbling under strengths which are if you didn't know bubbling under strengths are strengths that you have the potential to be great at um, so somebody that has, a, has has got a bubbling under of creativity or detail orientation, if you give them an opportunity, you'll be surprised. And you shouldn't just home in on everyone that's got those top seven strengths that you're looking for. You want to look at those bubbling unders as well. So you never know. Doing strength scope with an individual, you can actually probably see that they may fit somewhere else. So, so for example, you might do it with someone in recruitment. And find that actually that person is more suitable for a HR role or for a health and safety role or actually for an IT role. Who knows? But really invest in them, even as I say with apprenticeships and other training courses. But get your employees, talk to them, listen to them, and that's what's going to help you. So employee satisfaction surveys are great because it's a whole overview, but they can be a bit of a tick box scenario or have an hour and a half you know, morning or afternoon forum um, where you get groups of people together from different departments to have a chat from different um, generations, from different backgrounds, whatever it may be, get ready together um, and, you know, fresh out, you know, the positives and improvements for your organization, for your, for recruiting and retaining your talent. So that's another way of doing it. So I hope that I waffled on a bit there, Lucy, but I hope that's answered your question. So I want to also address the elephant in the room. Now, the talent landscape is like the British weather, ever-changing and full of surprises. But fear not, because I've got some piping hot tips to help you navigate the stormy seas of 2023, or what's left of it anyway. And this could help you in 2024, obviously. So tip one. Show candidates they have room to grow. So nobody wants to stick in a dead-end job. So make sure you're offering opportunities for growth and development. After all, a growing employee is a happy employee. And I'm going to give you an example on that one. So currently, as you know, if you look on my LinkedIn post, I'm currently doing this Aloha Academy. So the Aspiring London Omni Housekeeping Academy. And that's bringing people into the business to uh, train them in their first week um, and to spot their potential and create them a career map before they disappear to their hotels and give them some of the basic um, fundamental skills and abilities, or I should say knowledge, skills and behaviours, um, before moving into their home hotel. But also, I say to them, and, and our, tra our local trainers say it, but also our new L&D manager says it as well, is that, you know, look, if any, we don't want anybody to stay in the dead-end job of cleaning rooms. And I'm not saying that cleaning rooms is a bad thing because I, I do it, I'm, I'm not, I do it for a living, but it's part of my day-to-day -day job as that's why I train all our staff and help our staff grow and develop because I work in the hotel industry. But we say at the beginning, and don't get me wrong, I say this at the beginning to all of them, you know, look, 
there is a career path um and a career map so you know stick this job for the next kind of six to six to nine months um and then once you hit month six start inquiring about progressing and moving up towards a supervisor do that for six to eight months and then progress towards either a trainer or office coordinator again six to eight months and then start progressing up towards management level and it gives people a career path and i think we forget about that and there used to be with uk hospitality an amazing hospitality career map and i think organizations especially l d practitioners should do this or hr professionals should do this i would say um because i am an l d practitioner but um but hr professionals should create a career map showing development within departments or within the organizations and the different routes people can go because some people think that they come in and that's their job and that's all they've got but actually it can lead anywhere so someone working in recruitment could venture into hr could venture into lnd could venture into software could venture into health and safety could venture down into payroll accounts so there's different career paths and steps that people need to see and it should be visible to everybody even on day one or even before they join you know really showcase your roadmaps so tip two is cast a wide net so don't just fish in the same pond and i did a podcast on this before when i looked at recruitment and you can go back and i think it's in season one uh there's some episodes around recruitment as i said it was all about going to the same watering hole because we do so you want to explore new platforms, new networks, and communities. So you never know where you might find those hidden gems. Tip three is flexibility is the new black. So with more people craving a work-life balance, offering flexible working arrangements um, is a surefire way to attract top talent. And let's be honest, who doesn't like a working day in their PJs every now and again? Now, I'm not saying on this one you have to give everybody a work from home or, you know, there are hybrid roles now where you can spend, you know, one or two days in the office, the rest of the time working from home, or you spend four days in the office, one day at home. And I think having a bit of a hybrid version and work from home day is key and important because it balances that out. But also we, you know, research found from the pandemic that people were more productive working at home than they were working from the office. And a lot of organizations went to a work from home state, although a lot of companies are now moving back to a work, um, you know, work based environment within the office. Um, but I would still include some flexibility in that and include a work from home day. So. Tip number four, diversity is um, not just a buzzword and it should never be. So more diversity and inclusion is a priority. So a diverse team brings diverse ideas and that's what innovation is all about. And I'm going to say this, tip five, last but not least, is refine your employee brand. And I've said this before, your brand is more than just a logo. Um, it's a promise and an experience, a feeling. So make sure it resonates with the kind of talent you want to attract. And I've said this before, 
you know, use imagery of your own team members. Um, you know, for the company I work for, when we took some new pictures, we took pictures of our team members. And in our social media and marketing, we use pictures of our actual team members. Um, and it should be use your own staff. There are millions and thousands and billions of stock images um, that relate to our industries. But actually, just get a social media consent form or a photography consent form. And if you want one, I can send you one because I've got some. Um, but get them to approve that you can use their image and then take some pictures or action shots and use them. That's the best way to do it because that shows your culture and your business representation and brand in a way better light because people relate more. So do that. Um, and I also just want to go back on the diversity and inclusion element be diverse but also i'm going to go back to strength scope but strength scope has a strength scope teams which really engages a diverse team and pulls your team together where you can identify everybody's strengths and learn how to use them and there's also in strength scope team with habits looks at things about awareness and clarity accountability trust so all those things come into play as well and it's a great way to build a team up and also helps the team function and be more productive, getting them from the pathway of limitation to a pathway of possibility and getting that team to the zone of peak performance. Okay, so as I was saying, there you have it. Five sizzling tips, I hope, to help you attract the creme de la creme in 2023 or 2024. And remember... In the ever-changing world of talent acquisition, it's all about adapting, evolving, and staying ahead of the curve. Okay, so now, here's a fun fact for you. So, the UK, with its rich history, diverse culture, and irresistible charm, much like mine, which... That's a bit of a cheap shot there, but yeah, I've got some charm. Um, has always been a magnet for talent from all over the world. And 2023 is no exception. So drum roll, please. Now, here we go, guys. The top nationalities applying for work in the UK this year are, number one, are you ready? India. With a whopping 29,726 applications. Talk about making a mark. And, I, and I'm going to say this. Um, I'll come back to you in a minute, but anyway, the second one is Nigeria, coming in strong with 17,596 applications. And third and final is Zimbabwe, making its presence its presence felt with 17,421 applications. Hats off to all three countries. But I'm going to go back to the first one, India. That's no surprise, because... I see it in the recruitment team and I see it through the candidates that come through the Aloha Academy and the company that I work for. And there is a high number of Indian candidates coming through applying for work. So I would totally agree with that. But how interesting that is. Now, it's fascinating to see a diverse tapestry of talent that's eager to contribute to the UK's workforce. And it's a talent... Um, or a testament, I should say, to the fact that the UK remains a top destination for professionals seeking growth, 
opportunity, and of course, a good cup of tea, right? I love tea and coffee. If you don't already know that, where have you been for the last two seasons? And anyway, whatever, um, so wherever you are an employer or an employee, it's essential to embrace this diversity and learn from the rich experiences and perspectives um, that these individuals bring to the table. But it's also about speaking to them as well and saying, how did you find us? Where did you find the job? How can we, you know, attract more top talent like yourselves? And they will tell you, that's your golden ticket. That's the Willy Wonka's golden ticket to the chocolate factory, right? You win that chocolate factory, a golden ticket. Um, now here's winning the golden ticket to your top talent, right? It's probably a bad acronym to use, but hey, oh, there we are. So after all, diversity is the spice of life. So who doesn't love a bit of spice, right? So now here's a twist to our tale. What's this episode? Post-Brexit, the UK saw a shift in the job market dynamics with candidates from the European Union, and especially within hospitality, and I'm going to say it because I work in hospitality, but 1.7 million people left the UK during the pandemic. And that's not because of Brexit. That was because of with COVID and people went home to spend time with their families, but that didn't help because they weren't here for when the deadline for the EU settlement happened. So a lot of people missed out. But you've got to think about it. That during that pandemic had a massive effect because 1.7 million EU workers went home. So why we've always been a melting pot for cultures and talents, um, the recent years have added some new ingredients into the mix. So with the unfortunate events of Afghanistan and the Ukraine, the UK has opened its doors to refugees fleeing war and seeking a better life. So as of March 2023, around 42,000 Ukrainian citizens were in employment in the UK. That's amazing. So their resilience, skills and determination have added a new dimension to our workforce. But it's not just about numbers. It's about the stories, the experiences and the unique perspectives these individuals bring. So from Afghan artisans to Ukrainian tech wizards, the UK job market is richer and more diverse than ever. And let's not forget our friends from the European Union or the lovely EU. Their contribution to the UK's economy and culture has been immense. Whether it's the French flair of our culinary scene to the German precision of our engineering projects, EU candidates have always played a pivotal role within the UK job and labour market. So, what's the takeaway here? Embrace the change, value diversity, and remember that every individual, no matter where they come from, brings something unique to the table. After all, it's this rich tapestry of talents that makes the UK job market one of the most dynamic in the world. So here is what you've all been waiting for, I hope. And here are some top tips and ways companies can attract talent from social media platforms within 2023. If you haven't done it yet for 2024, get ahead of the game. 
to one, engaging job posts. So gone are the days of the bland bullet point job descriptions. Create visual, appealing, engaging job posts that tell a story. Use graphics, videos, and compelling compelling narratives, get my words out, to showcase what the role entails. Two, targeted advertising. Utilize the advertising capabilities of platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook and target specific demographics, skills and interests. So this ensures your job postings reach the right audience. If you don't know how to do it, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to show you how it's done. Number three, employee referrals and advocacy. So encourage your current employees to share job openings on their personal social media platforms and endorsements from a trusted source can be more impactful than a generic company post. So implement employee advocacy programs to incentivize it. So like refer a friend, whether it be 50 pounds, 100 pounds, 150. And normally with refer a friend programs, it's normally if they stay three months, they then get the person that refers them gets the money incentive. So think about that. Number four, engage with potential candidates. So social media is a two-way street, guys. Engage with potential candidates by responding to their comments, joining relevant groups, and participating in industry-related discussions. Also attend job fairs, like the London Job Show is coming up in, a, in well, coming up this coming weekend, actually, um, in Stratford, White City. Not in Stratford, it's just finished in Stratford this weekend. Um, or last week, sorry. Last week it finished in Stratford. Get my dates right. And this coming weekend is White City. So go along. They have about five to 6,000 people go through the doors. Engage potential candidates. Talk to them. Number five, showcase the company culture. So use platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and even Snapchat. Yeah, it still exists. Uh, to give a behind-the-scenes look at your company. Highlight team events office life and employee testimonies and showcase what it's like to work for the company. Even with your employee recognition programs, show that you do them. Take pictures of the team members with their certificates, their awards, their gifts, their presents, whatever. Do it. Number six, content marketing. So think of your company's social media platforms um, as it's a CV. So think of it as a CV, right? Regularly share content that highlights the company's achievements, values, and culture, which I've just said. So this can include blogs, posts, videos, infographics, and more. So number seven, and the final one on this one, guys, is explore unconventional platforms. So with Generation Z and now Generation Alpha coming in or entering the workforce, it's essential to be present where they are. Platforms like TikTok and even gaming platforms can be gold mines for talent if used creatively. So by leverage, leveraging these strategies, companies can tap into a vast pool of potential candidates and position yourselves as employers of choice in a digital age. Now remember, it's not about posting a job. It's about building a brand and building a community on social media. Well, there you have it. 
from the ever-evolving landscape in the UK job market to the power of social media in talent acquisition. I think I've covered some good ground today. Now remember, in this digital age, or digital age, get my words out, it's not just about finding the right talent. It's about connecting, engaging, and building relationships, even before they've started. So as I wrap up this episode of Say As You Repeat, I encourage all employees out there to embrace the change, get creative, and most importantly, stay authentic. So if you've enjoyed this episode or feel that someone could benefit from it, please share it, like it, comment on it. I'd love to hear your comments. Reach out with questions again for me because I love answering questions. And remember, you can listen to this episode again or previous episodes in season one and two and bonus episodes by going back to Apple Music, RSS.com, Spotify, um, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcast from. But until next time, keep those ears sharp, minds open and always say as it is. So until next week, have a great week.